Thank you all for tuning in. This is Iman and Selena. Together we make you plus happy. Each week we bring you someone who challenges us to define success and happiness on our own terms with a dose of laughter. Remember to like and subscribe to the You Plus Happy podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at You Plus Happy. Hey, Selena. Hey. How was your week? Anything exciting happen? No, it was like a weird week. I don't know. It went fast. Um, but uh, I got some new shoes. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's always a nice thing. A little treat no. <laughs> no, so I was like, my knee was bothering me. And I was like, what the heck is going on? So I was doing all this research. And it turns out these shoes I was wearing, which don't judge me, y'all. I was wearing Skechers, but <laughs> I I really liked them. They didn't say Skechers on them. They were cool. So I was like, <laughs> it was like my workout shoe for a while. Y'all judge me. I could feel it. It's fine. <laughs> but um, but what but what's crazy is not only am I a cornball for wearing sketches, but they're also bad for your joints to work out in. Oh, really? No. Yeah, because they have memory foam in them, which is great. It's comfortable, but it doesn't allow like um it doesn't allow your body to do something it needs to do when you're working out. I'm not mm. gonna try to be a doctor on here today. Y'all can Google it. <laughs> but uh so I was like, oh shoot, I was doing all this damage to my joints. Da, da, da. So then I went into a deep rabbit hole of like researching the right shoes for the right workouts. What shoe mm. affects your joints, this pl- uh, pl- a pronation and da, 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 da. So it turns out I was wearing the wrong shoes for the wrong workouts. So I needed a cross training shoe for my hit training. Mm-hmm. And um, I need a running shoe for my running, blah, blah, blah. So I settled on Under Armour's. They are sponsored. No, they're not. <laughs> we're, we're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I spent a lot of money for these actually it's the most expensive workout shoe I ever bought so I'm, I'm saying that to say like I really just changed like stepped my whole game up and um yeah I worked out on them yesterday I have them on now and I'm really excited how flexible are you let's see <laughs> put them in the canvas swimming <laughs> <laughs> it's not appropriate <laughs> yeah y'all the podcast is getting weird um but yeah so um, my brother was like, yeah, Under Armour is probably like the best shoe that's to work out in, da, 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 da. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> my joints going to be good now, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know how, you, how they are after you go on a few runs. Okay. Well, these are my car trainer <laughs> shoes, but yes. Okay. Oh. oh. All right. Too technical here. <laughs> how about you? Um, so I got my herded <laughs> over um, the weekend and it, I was, I'm always a little bit hesitant when it's a new hairdresser, but she actually did a great job and mm-hmm. sitting in her chair for five hours. So we had a lot of time to talk, but it was really interesting because the hairdresser was from, so I, I might get this wrong, but I think dad was from Sierra Leone. Mom was from Liberia. And then she had a friend that came over who was from Zimbabwe. Okay. And they're talking about, okay, so they both speak like five languages each. I'm jealous. Right? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I speak all of one. But um, <laughs> they were just talking about their culture. And there's this thing called Susu, where like they basically will pull together all their family members or anyone that they trust to put into like a pot of money every I think they said every fortnight 
and then they rotate like who the money goes to um like every fortnight so like say you have 10 people that all put in I don't know like two hundred dollars don't know what the math well would that be like two thousand mm-hmm. nailed Something it like that. yes <laughs> math was not my strong point so like all of that would go to one person one fortnight and then it would just rotate and it was just interesting and I was like that's so hard to bring together I feel like with especially American families to just bring together people and just be like hey we're gonna all go in and help each other out every couple of weeks and they were saying that's how they were able to like buy their houses and like put down payments on cars and they all just knew like hey it's gonna come around to me um and as it grows they put more money in so like you get a bigger like some families will do like 500 or a thousand just depending I was like that's such a great idea and I was asking all these questions I was like I'm I'm about to bring this home (laughs) bring this back but no it was a good experience just learning about cultures I've never been around and they were so open and just friendly and I was like oh so question uh what is Fortnite oh sorry (laughs) I'm thinking about the game. <laughs> it's an Australian term. Well, I think they use it other places, but I've started to, I don't even realize now I use it. So every two weeks. Wait, they, they get $2,000 every two weeks? <laughs> so <laughs> the way it works is they all will put in, like say they put in $200 every two weeks. Mm-hmm. into like a pot of money and then each month from my understanding all of the money that has been put in goes to one person or one family yeah but if it's 10 people so you probably like it's like you'll you, you'll get yours like what every every other month or every month right if it's 10 people five weeks in a month no because the pot only goes from I need to do I didn't do any research on it but um from my understanding the pot goes to one person a month does that make sense? Yes, what so I mean. You people, so you, someone won't get that pot until like the tenth month of the rotation. No, not the tenth month. The tenth week, right? The tenth, yes, the tenth week. Okay. Um, I I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot. <laughs> the, way they, the way they explained it, I was like, oh, that's such a great idea. But, every- but I think. Every yeah. 10 weeks, you get like at least 2,000. And then it sounds like the pot increases. No, not mm-hmm. every, every, so every 10th week. Yeah, so every other month, it's like a bonus, but it's not even quarterly. Yeah. It's even sooner than that. That's a mm-hmm. lot of, that's, I want to join. Look, and, I'm going to slide in there DM. And I was asking, um, girl, we were talking about it for like a good two hours. They were like, this American girl, but they weren't like, I didn't feel judged. That's why I kept asking questions. Yeah. But in, like, obviously you want to go in with people that you trust and that, you know, aren't going to be like, oh, well, I got my payment. Bye. Um, <laughs> so they said it's usually within like the community and family members. But I was just like, I just love that idea of just coming together and being like, hey, we're going to help you out with this down payment on whatever. Yeah. And we know that it's going to come back it's like no issues they just know it's coming to them and I feel like it's like you you give more so you receive more like mm-hmm. so it, and that's in anything whatever you give good or, or bad not to get all like preachy but like anything you give out that's the exchange you're gonna get it back so yeah yeah um she was saying like in their community because 
obviously they're in Australia, well, they're in Australia now, but like when they do it at home, it's in their community. So they will all like come together and like have like a feast or something around it right. and then put the pot of money and at the end of it, like one family leaves. And I was like, I love that. Well, it's like, it's That's a sense it. of community and a support. Mm-hmm. And obviously we all need um, financial security or whatever. So it's like, mm-hmm. you have that aspect of it too. Um, yeah, and it's like your family, there's no interest. It's just like, here you go. I love like, that. Yeah. That's um, how you grow and build. Like mm-hmm. whenever I hear people talk um, talk about money, how they made a lot, they always start as with, oh, well, I got this loan from my dad or I got this loan. For... Even I just read um, Shoe Dog, uh, by, I believe it was Phil Knight, but it's the, C, the, the um, creator of Nike. And mm-hmm. how do you think he got started? He got a, a loan from his dad, a loan in quotation marks or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I'm not saying that's bad, but that's how you build. And look what he created with it. I'm not saying every time yeah. parents give out money, that's you go get a Nike situation. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. so you have dad, and Nike cut and Nike like failed a lot in the beginning. So I mean, his dad had cut him off at some point. Like, bruh, <laughs> I ain't giving you no more money. But still, he still gave him that foundation to even get started. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause wasn't he was young? Wasn't no bank gonna give him a loan or anything? So yeah, like I got some Nikes over there right now. So Girl, that's all I wear. Like when it comes to working out, that's the only thing that I can't like that doesn't give me issues. So wow, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was just a learning experience, and I was like, ooh, like I love this for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. I do too. Wow. I know that was a long dance this week, y'all, but that was really informative to me anyway and enlightening. So this week we are switching it up again and we are going to get to know a little bit about our co-host, Selena. So I am very excited to have her on the show. Selena is a Baltimore native who is currently the co-host, as you guys know, of You Plus Happy. When she's not podcasting, she's either producing videos, working as a fitness instructor, writing poetry. Selena is a self-professed coffee and Zumba enthusiast. For more, check out her Instagram at Selena underscore Marche, M-A-R-S-H-A-E. Thanks for being on the show and being vulnerable. (laughs) We'll see how vulnerable I am. (laughs) <laughs> getting there y'all it's like full of teeth <laughs> um so Selena, how did you get started I know but the listeners may not um with podcasting and how did you decide that this is something you wanted to do yeah so I'm trying to think of other reasons other than all the things I've said a million times on here um <laughs> but one of them is um when I, we had on Rambo Rambo Am I saying that Justin Ram? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we had him on, he was like, when you're um, in front of people, it's like your superpower. That's your superpower. And it's so, that really resonated with me because I was like, that's so true. I love being, you know, around people, but I love being in front of people too. And I, I've just thought about that too. Like there's so many um, selfless reasons we started this on it, like for real. But it, the other part is the selfish part, I guess you would say is like, it's, it's in alignment with who I am, like mm-hmm. talking, learning and questioning things and um, and just being able to kind of put on a show and it's like a, not freestyle, but like, 
we get to put on, you know, what, what we want to do and, and go with whatever comes up. So um, it feels like I'm, like I, I think I've said before, it feels like I'm living more in alignment with my purpose of why I'm mm-hmm. here. And it's like a part of it's entertaining and getting to be energetic and being silly, but also learning in the process. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I'm this is a long answer. Uh, I, um, yeah, and like I said, I've said before too, um, I wanted something to be proud of. I wanted something that is important to me. And like, even today I, I was out having fun and I was like, no, Selena, you're a businesswoman. You have to go to your meeting. <laughs> but this is important to me. I could have blown it off. Like, not I would never do that to you or or me or the show, but somebody, you know, at a different stage in my life, I could have like, well, it's just Iman. It's just my friend. She forgive me. Like, I'm gonna stay out and have fun. But this is something that is important to me. So I drop everything and I get here. <laughs> Glad you showed up. <laughs> it's called commitment. Look it up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, and then I guess like on your path was there ever a time where you um was kind of like a turning point where like this is not where I need to be like I need to kind of venture off and do my own thing with podcasting Mm -hmm. um yeah I wanted so when I got my first no I was like this is not gonna work um I mean and when I say no like um we have guests on the show um and I I I really felt even though I read all these books about you're gonna get all these no's and da 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 da, but it's so different when you're in it and it's just a matter of reminding yourself when you're in it um yeah I wanted I was like the show's not gonna work and then there were times where I was like um this is harder than I thought it was behind the scenes I didn't want to quit, but it was just like, damn, you know, I don't know if this answers the question, but it was really like, don't judge people or judge anything that you haven't done yet. So it's like, if you're just looking at something or just thinking about something, but you're trying to give, you think you know it all, or you're trying to give somebody else advice, you don't know until you do it. And that, that was what, that was the biggest lesson that I've learned in this. Like you can read all you want. You can think about something all you want to, but until you're in the ring, like that's when you really know what's up you know what's going on um so but you said turning point or quit um turning point but I think yeah I just think the turning point was like I feel like I have a better answer for this but as I've grown and evolved and quit so many things so many times I've told myself when I got as I was getting older stop quitting stick with things so that was like a turning point for me it was when I um the biggest turning point for me, and I think this is more helpful, is when I did this, I used to do acts and stuff and I would quit stuff and I would be too nervous to go on stage and I would make up excuses. Um, and I remember when I moved to LA, I got this play and I was, I wanted to quit. Quite frankly, I was just nervous. I was scared. And I was like, no, Selena, quit quitting. You're going to do this play. I wasn't good at it. Nobody came to see it. But I did it and I saw it all the way through and I stuck with it and I learned so much and it is about perseverance and being com- and committed and being respectful of other of your own reputation and respectful of other people's time and, and what you told them you were going to do and honoring what you said you were going to do. Um, you can't quit things because you're scared or yeah. you're nervous or whatever. So anyway, longest answer ever, that was the turning point and I just started sticking with things. And as I have, my life's evolved and gotten better, I think. 
and I have more respect for myself. Yeah, I think that's so important. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week about just how one of our pet peeves is being flaky. But then I think that, um, and I do this too, like sometimes you're like, oh, I'm committed to other people. But then when it comes to ourselves, sometimes it's a lot easier to be like, mm, no, I'll just, I'll do this next week or I'll like put this off. Um, so it's great that you had like that moment where you're just like, nope, I'm not gonna like flake on my own commitments anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I know that you've mentioned in the past that you were thinking about doing a podcast for, I think you said like seven years before actually doing it. So like what, like what was that motivation where you're just like, all right, I've been thinking about this for so long. Like I'm actually gonna put this thought into motion. It's kind of the same thing as like, I was so tired of just not having something to be proud of or like mm -hmm. quitting stuff. I was fed up with my own shit. Like, fair, <laughs> like, I've been there. <laughs> Selena, you're getting on my nerves, girl, now. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, and, and, and I'm still in this, um, in this space right now where I'm starting so many new things and evolving. Um, but all of it really stems from like, I want to be somebody. I want to go somewhere. I want to wake up and pay attention. <laughs> so, and I, and, and I, and I, I, I say it every single episode, but, and this is with everything, like I need that accountability. Um, and I had that with you. And so that is what pushed it. And I would say like, we talked about the fitness instructor thing when I, um, in my bio or whatever, in my introduction, but I didn't have an accountability partner with that. But what I'll say is like, I spent a lot of money on that certification. So, and you pay up front, no matter if you get your, get your certification, no matter if you pass your test, um, yeah. pay a couple dollars in the front, in the beginning on the front end. And, um, I don't know if this is answering the question, but, uh, so that one was my, the money was a motivator a little bit because I spent so much on it. But then also, again, it was just like, I, I want to like my life and I want to be proud of myself and I want to be proud of the things I do. And I did something and in, 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 along with being fed up, like I was doing my, this job that I worked for somebody else that I hated for nine years um, and, and like got stuck and got comfortable in that. And it's like, if I'm gonna get stuck and comfortable with something ever again, it's gonna be in something I like doing. Damn that. And I've made a lot of sacrifices in order to set myself up that way. And I, I'm still waiting to see. I hope they pay off. <laughs> um, uh, so just making a lot of sacrifices, but you know, in, in five years or 10 years or whatever, like I I, I wanna be where I envision myself, hopefully, or um, or even better than what I envision, but um. I'm not willing to not enjoy my life, period. Uh, yeah, that's so good. That's so good. And I guess on your journey, has there been any challenges and setbacks and kind of like, how did you get through that and be like, I'm going to continue on this path? Yeah. Um, a lot of it was getting in my own way, obviously. Um, so setbacks I'm trying to think of something that's like tangible like not tangible but something that like an example for people um because I'll say I had I had like I said I had never felt like I succeeded at anything because I would quit um or I just wouldn't get where I wanted where I thought I should be 
-hmm. And I would say, um, like with the fitness thing, I was like, I gotta pass this. I've been out of school for a long time. I hadn't, I hadn't been studying for not anything. So I, I, you know, I'll study every day for like two hours. Um, I've timed it. I've planned it in my day. I record myself and listen to it in my, um, headphones and all that. And while I went on my walks so or I was working out and I, was, I did everything I could. And I was like, I have to pass this. I just need a win. Like I just needed something to make me feel like I could do things or like that confidence booster because I just didn't believe because I hadn't, I had no, the proof is in the pudding. Right. So I had nothing to be like, you did this, you were, you set out for something and you accomplished it. Um, and so the fitness instructor thing was really, I know this isn't a setback, but I guess I'm just saying how to set yourself up. Cause up until that point, I felt like everything was a setback. Um, and I, so what I, what I'm saying is create, I guess I had to create a situation where it would boost my confidence and, and uplift me and push me to feel like I could do other things. So, but it just, create something basically that's gonna boost you and give you that confidence because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what I would have done if I failed that <laughs> certification <laughs> I don't know what I would have done <laughs> um and I, I yeah I prayed about it and I did everything in my power to make sure I could pass it and like I said that just was the catalyst to make me believe yeah. mm-hmm. um yeah oh real quick like affirmations and stuff and reading these books they're freaking great but they don't you need a for me I needed a real thing like mm-hmm. I did fuck the affirmations bro like I'm sorry <laughs> they don't they didn't ever get me where at doing something got me yeah all right yeah I think that like that combination of both like you can have the affirmations and be positive but you need to move that into actions and sound yeah. like that's what you did but it sounds like really what it was is that self-belief so you just mm-hmm. needed that one thing to be successful in in order to kind of keep that momentum yeah um, do you feel like part of why you and this is just me speculating quit before was because you weren't sure if you were going to succeed yeah it was like yeah um okay. uh yeah, I just didn't believe. And I even got believe tattooed on me. I knew I needed to believe, but I didn't. <laughs> and then I was like, um, and I wasn't willing to make those sacrifices. It's also like that thing that we all have, not we all have, but in our society, like we're like, we see all the stuff on social media. We see like people winning, quote unquote. And it's like, I'm doing all this stuff for free. I'm working all these jobs. Like, especially I was pursuing acting. I wasn't getting paid anything, you know, and I, I I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And rather than like worried about all of that, I should have just been like enjoying the process. And mm-hmm. I don't know, just uh, my whole mindset wasn't a good approach to it. I, I went into it with a defeatist mindset. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, just not believing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you kind of already answered this question, but um, what was kind of your biggest take? Because I know you said up until the certification, you felt like you had just been failing, like mm-hmm. by quitting all these different passions or projects. What do you feel like was your biggest kind of takeaway from that experience? From failing? <laughs> by for- <laughs> By getting over the failures and like moving into that action phase. 
what was kind of your yeah my takeaway mm-hmm. yeah like I said yeah like like I said earlier just like being fed up like mm-hmm. I couldn't fail again I couldn't take any more L's like period like I just I was, <laughs> like I need a win <laughs> I can't do this <laughs> um and I think it's dangerous too when you feel like um when you feel like you you supposed to have something and you don't and mm-hmm. it's like this image in your mind or you're like my life should be like this I should have this and I don't and then you, and then on top of it you quit even trying um first of all just that's a silly approach I am a mom right like I was just doing dumb things and um and then you, I was looking for things and I was looking for love in all the wrong places. So like looking for, not literally like falling in love, but like I was probably to escape that feeling of like, I know I'm not living in my, not truth, but like in my purpose or what I know, my full potential or what I really believe. Like, I didn't believe that I, that the situations would pan out. Like I, I didn't believe in that enough, but I knew somewhere in me and I still know that like I have, I have something to offer somebody. Like, I know I wasn't just to put here to this work. Like, mm-hmm. how do I word this? Just work a job I don't care about or do things that I don't care about and then go, go home and watch TV or whatever. Um, and so I would, I ran into like the, the, that escapism thing, like partying too much, drinking too much, um, just to try to kind of bury that feeling or, or ignore that feeling of like, that nagging like you're supposed to be doing more and then being lost being confused trying to figure things out like I'm not I'm gonna be alive so I have to how can I create a life where I'm excited about where I can deal with and I'm happy to to live in how can Mm -hmm. I create that for myself that was my takeaway no I I think that that's good that you were so like self-reflective because I think that a lot of us, me included, will sometimes just go down a path um, and maybe be like, I'm not happy with this, complaining about it, but then don't do anything to kind of change the direction that you're going. It's like, oh, I don't like this situation or this job or this career, whatever it is that I'm doing, but I'm comfortable here. So I'm just going to stay here. So I like the fact that you were able, like along this journey of being able to reflect and be like, I don't like this like what can I do to change it or I'm using partying or going out to kind of distract me (laughs) from Mm -hmm. what I should be Mm -hmm. doing because I don't think a lot of people um take that time to reflect and do that like internal work and I will say it took when I moved to LA too and I met people like you and um and like the our kind of circle we were in in LA it was like these, I've met so many people who like what they do. They're passionate about what they do. I had not met that. Like I didn't have that, ex- that exposure to that. And, um, people who, yet they act, they make a living off of it. They love it. They don't have to be A-list big time celebrities to, but they, they like their life. And I didn't know, I didn't know any working actors in Baltimore. Are you serious? Like that was just, I'm sure they exist, but I didn't know them. I didn't know that coming from where I came from, you were, a Halle Berry or a Denzel or something, or you were, uh-huh. you failed. That was it. And that's, there's so much in between that. Um, uh-huh. So I think that exposure is really important too, to not just on TV, not just reading in books, but to see it for yourself and meet people who are, you know, 
you see them how that that fire in their eyes and you 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 see it and you and they're living it and they don't have they're not even working nine to five to make ends meet like they mm-hmm. are doing what they like to do and they making money yeah <laughs> so that was important for me to see mm-hmm. yeah um what has been kind of your biggest motivation or inspiration up until this point Damn, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't want to keep saying the same thing. It's, it's, it's just like, um, yeah, I don't, just, just wanting to like my life. I, I'm not motivated by money, which sometimes I wish I were because I would take different paths. Um. And I'm not saying those paths are bad. They just don't motivate me. Like, I'm just not, <laughs> I ain't going to do it. I'm not going to stick with it. All. <laughs> um, so it's not money, which I wish it were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, <laughs> it's not even about a legacy. Um, I just, I've been happy before at what I was doing. And I just want to feel that again. Mm-hmm. I want to spring out of bed. <laughs> like, the birds singing in the windows and the music playing. Yes, in the mice um time my dress like yes. I'm just kidding. But I um, I don't know. I've been. Ex- I guess my motivation is like, or, or I don't know if this answers, but like I, I've been so lucky in the sense of like I've gotten to meet so many people that have done these really dope things, and I'm not. I'm not shitting on Baltimore I'm not shitting on how I grew up but it was just things I didn't see I wasn't exposed to that I didn't know were possible and then I got lucky enough to meet a very dear friend at the time and she exposed me to so much and I got to like travel more and meet people who thought differently and they had these lives that I just admired and um before I met those people I just thought I was gonna have to work a job I didn't like nine to five, mm-hmm. um, just get a job, you just get whatever you can, get in where you fit in, gotta pay these bills. Um, meet a boo thing, marry him, put up with all his shit, no matter what he does, you stay, and then have babies. That's probably what was gonna happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, that was my life, that was it. Um, and that was that would have been fine, but I wouldn't have been me. I wouldn't have been me. I didn't even know enough at the time to know I, that it never sat right with me. But I thought those my options. And then things I saw on TV with other people that was their life. But until I met my my friend and all these people, I was like, the sky's the limit, and you know you can't have what you want, be what you want. I was like, oh, it's not just some lyrics. <laughs> I was like, oh, they out here doing stuff. They out here. <laughs> um, so I was, and I always had this burning inside of me to act and like, um, I like even when I was young to, and I know this is going on a tangent, but like, I used to set my what are those called stuff animals up and stand mm-hmm. on the toy box. And I'll be like, I'm going up, <laughs> like singing Mary J. Blige and like painting my nails gold. <laughs> so I, just, I said that to say, um, I've always had this feeling that there was something else I wanted. And I'm talking, that was before I could even articulate being a performer or whatever, or entertainer. Um, 
And then I saw the life that I thought was laid out for me, the path that was laid out for me. And it just wasn't. And that made that always nagged at me and made me kind of unhappy. So when I saw that you can really choose different, I was hyped. But then when I didn't get it, I was, that's when I was getting like depressed and doing the escapism activities. Um, So now that, now I'm like, there's a, ba- a better balance with everything because it's not perfect on when you in no path is perfect right but like now that I've kind of s- found in my way finally after all these years finally, <laughs> all finally, these years <laughs> all these years I'm trying finally but like I'm finding my way and I listen I don't have anything figured out I don't even know experts or nothing like that but I'm fine my path is is, is it looks better for me um and uh that's my motivation I guess like to live the life of my dreams <laughs> I love that you brought up the whole exposure thing because I think one thing that we definitely have in common is we love to travel um and I think with every experience every new person every new culture that you meet you're like you're at least for me I'm like my window just opened and I think we I'm trying to I think it was Simona the guest that we had like a few um it was probably been like a few months ago now but um she said something that kind of resonates where she was saying like once you have moved forward to a certain place it's so hard and almost impossible to go back yes and I feel like like that's exactly what you're explaining like you were exposed to these different people, these different lifestyles, and you're just like, oh, like, this is possible. Like, you can't go back to kind of that mindset of where you were before. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so. I think about that, too. Even, like, I still, you know, I get irritated by things. I'm I'm a person, you know, you know, I can be a little, I get, I get a little, uh, my patience. (laughs) What you say? (laughs) No, but sometimes, um, I have, you know, like I don't have the most patience in the world and all that, but I, I never get, not, I won't say never, but it's, it would take a lot for me to get as angry as I did before I had the tools I have now or the wisdom I have now or whatever, like, or maybe I'm just older and I'm tired. I don't know. But like, it's like, I feel like this week, my mind or my ego or something was trying to get me more upset than I felt I was. Like, it was like, we're mad about this now and I'm like no let's chill it ain't that deep. but you you have to kind of uh check it or whatever but I when I was younger before and, I, and when I say tools and stuff is when you when I'm being exposed to things like the books I've read they have helped and all that and the people I've met and managing things differently um I just couldn't allow it, that space to get so upset um and I think about something you said a lot too even last week when you were like this is a minor inconvenience because remember, I was asking you, I was like, how do you stay calm? I need to know. <laughs> and, this week, and that really did help. Like I was saying that, I was repeating that to myself this week. Like, um, this is just a minor inconvenience. <laughs> and it is. It's, yeah, I think that perspective has helped me for sure. Yeah, it helps like, a lot. Cause I'll be ready. Like yeah. <laughs> sometimes I could be, it goes through um, spurts, right? I'm a person. So things go, you know, up and down or whatever. We, sometimes in some moments I can handle things better than other times. Like, 
um, where that, that fuse, in some instances is shorter than others. And this week, <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, it's a minor inconvenience, relax. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, but it's, it's, it's nice to um, have, like I, like I always, like I just said a million times, I have those tools. Mm-hmm. And, and bust them out quick in those moments. It ain't always easy. <laughs> like, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> hey, at least you're you're able to use them and recognize it. So, <sighs> yes. And this is a little bit change of direction. But what is something that you hope people say about you when you're not in the room? So I had never thought about this, and. <laughs> Somebody at my work listened to our podcast and asked that question. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, um, I felt kind of bad for what I said. And then I thought about it. I was like, no, I admit what I said. <laughs> uh, I said, <laughs> I said what I said, y'all. <laughs> no, but I used to care so much what people thought, right? Like, like, oh my God, like have anxiety about it like did they think this did they think that now I've since I'm I feel like I have more respect for myself I honor myself more I really feel like as long as I honored everybody in the room and 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 I was appropriate for that whatever's going on in that room whatever room I'm in I don't care like yeah I used to worry like did I say too much was I talking too much I said what I wanted to say and I I am who I am you gonna take it or leave it but, um, and I got too many things to think about to be worried about what y'all think. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. And I, I really do. I, I know that's not really the question, I guess, but it's like, um, as long as I was respectful and honored, every, like I said, honored myself and everybody in the room, I, I, I could really care less, honestly. Um, people gonna say what they wanna say. Yeah. Like she crazy, she's silly, she was talking too much. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> and I feel like honestly, like knowing you as a friend, I've seen that growth. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that when we went before when we were first kind of like meeting each other, we would go out, there was so much consideration of other people and like what they were thinking and like how they would perceive you and I'm just like they're not like they're not worried about you they're not they're, everyone's so caught up a lot of times in their own thing I'm like they're not like um and as time went on I felt like those questions and those like doubts that you would kind of vocalize have decreased like I heart <laughs> I've since that growth where you're just like <laughs> I'm just gonna be me and I think people appreciate that you know like people can feel when you're anxious or you're so in your head and I I have to remind myself about that because sometimes Mm -hmm. I am in my head a lot and I'm just like come on just like be in this moment and be present um so I've as your friend I've definitely seen that growth and development over the years um so I love compliments. I'm gonna take it as a compliment. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, and I, and I, and another thing, you know what? Funny you said that. It was such a source of anxiety for so long. And another thing is, I told myself, it's nobody else. My anxiety is not other people's responsibility, right? <laughs> what was the the thing? Remember? Okay, never mind. I won't. I won't bring it up on here. <laughs> but yeah, I've definitely seen that that growth, and yeah. 
Oh, that's good. Thank you. I didn't know that you had noticed that. I didn't even, you know, what's funny until you asked that question, I had never even thought about it. Mm, okay. I had never thought about it. And they were like, oh, she don't care what nobody thinks. And I was like, it's not <laughs> like that, but I'm not tripping though. <laughs> like, yeah. But I think, and I think that also comes with age too. Like mm-hmm. I'm older now, I ain't got time. <laughs> I mean, think about like, I mean, I know that older people in my family girl they don't they just themselves they're like I don't care I'm doing this I'm gonna say what I want to say no filter and it's funny because it's like ooh, like you're saying what everyone's thinking but they're at a point where they're just like I don't care um and I think that that comes with age and confidence Um, like obviously you don't want to be a butthole for no reason but like yeah um so I like that you recognize that and you're just like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be me I'm gonna be Selena regardless so. yeah it's a weight lifted trust me I <laughs> know oh, um so we talked about obviously the whole point that we started this podcast was to redefine success and what it means to be successful so for you what does success mean and when are you at your happiest place well, I'm still trying to find the happiest place. I've been working a lot on success lately. Um, so I need to think about that. I make these lists of like, in my phone of like, things that make me happy so I can reference them when in those moments when I ain't so happy. But um, <laughs> with success, you know, I think it's like, one, well, not in no particular order, but financial success is important to me. I want to be able to like, you know, take care of myself, take care of anything that needs that comes up and live comfortably and go on all my trips. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, and um just do just do what I want. And I don't want anything extravagant, you know, like just just I'm I'm basic, I'm basic, like just regular, like <laughs> like you know, I want to take care of my my family if I can, like um not enable them, but you know, be able to look out. Um and I want to get like, you know, I want to get some fillers. I should, I just want to be able to go pay for that. So um, <laughs> I'm being ridiculous today per usual, but um, um, yeah, and just have like, nice, the things I do get, like they're uh, of quality. Um, so yeah, that's success to me, having a, a, a decent, you know, making a decent living. Um, but it, more so it would be like, I make that money doing something that's, in alignment with my true self and I'm not to use these like hippy dippy words but that's how I feel and that's and when you get to that space when you recognize it it's why do anything else like that that's all I'm interested in like I said earlier that's all I'm interested in doing is things I like doing and things where I when you like doing something you add more value to it because you care more like period and like I like my work I stayed over an hour one time like a couple weeks ago for free I would have never ever even thought of that in my last job like ever I'm like mm-hmm. what you want what you want five minutes I didn't got it like, I'm off at five o'clock I'm it's be five o'clock. at 4 59 <laughs> uh you tried it <laughs> but, I'll be out the door <laughs> but now it's like I care about this it matters mm-hmm. to me even yeah. with the podcast like I would have, if this, if this was something I like doing, I would have called out today. Like I'm out having fun. It's a nice day. I'm calling out, but no. So, um, 
I think success is like liking what you do and finding that. I think it's so important. And I don't think I'm fully there yet, but I'm, like I said, I'm on that path and I'm not willing to settle. I feel like as long as you're not willing to settle or willing to give up or give in, then you, you're going to, you're going to do it. If you just, if you keep, you find it on the way, you know, like doing the podcast, I found producing on the way. So it's like, follow what you want. I think that's success. Um, and then obviously I know it's so cliche, but that sense of community and not having that support is so important. I need my friends. I need my family. I don't care. I need them. Like I, mm-hmm. I've, I've lived without them when I was in LA. So alone, it was the loneliest time of my life. I literally, I said this before I had a heart condition. I ended up in the hospital, like, cause I was so, and, and, and people might say, oh, that was a physical thing. No, I was emotionally so lonely. I was heartbroken. I ended up in a damn hospital. So I need my family, period. Um, and so that, that that's, I don't know if that's success, but like having people who, who love you and who care about you. And when I was in my darkest time, which was not that long ago, <laughs> I, was, I had lost everything, y'all, um, in the span of like a week. Um, so many people showed up for me and that was success. Like I couldn't get out of bed and I had a friend call me and was like, I'm coming to pick you up. And then like, it was so healing. Um, and I don't have a whole lot of friends, but I have quality over quantity and that's really important. Um, and finding something you're excited about. I said, like, when I found Zumba, I knew that I had made it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> die a happy woman. <laughs> um, I've done Zumba with you. When we're when we do classes together, you are in the zone, girl. Like nothing else matters. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Selena, this is she is focused. <laughs> I'm a psycho when it comes to working out. Like a straight up. Like I leave my body. I, I worked yeah, out I, yesterday. I I out, when I worked out yesterday, when I left the gym, I, I felt like my body, I came back into my body. I was like, oh, here I am. I was gone, like <laughs> spaced out. Um, so, so working out is success. <laughs> um, and I would say one of the things too uh, is making people feel good honestly like when I make I know I'm silly but I love when I make people laugh um I made my mom laugh he went out recently and I was so happy um when I can get my brother to laugh that's really difficult um that brings I didn't know I was gonna say that it brings me so much joy like when I I think that's like my happiest moment when I made a joke. I'm willing to put myself out there on the line and look like a buffoon to if it's gonna get somebody to be happy. Mm. Do we see future uh, comedians in the works? I don't know, ain't nobody laughing at this. People are laughing like, cause I'm so ridiculous and silly, but I don't think I could do like a, <laughs> all right y'all, so Thursday. <laughs> like, like, like what's she talking about? <laughs> um, I thought about stand up a lot like, 10 years ago, but I tried to write some jokes. It wasn't, I don't know. So um, I think I'm better in this, um, in this, what is this called? Like platform or whatever, where it's like conversation. I can't, mm-hmm. 
and I'm not ever, it's not like really where I'd be trying to be funny. It's really just my personality and that's how I think and who I am. Yeah. Um, I saw something I had to turn on of like anything like that. But, um, but yeah, I, I would say that's probably my happiest moment when I see, when I made somebody laugh. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. And I didn't even think about that ever. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess in terms of your, cause you say you don't like your inner circle, your friend circle is small. Like what qualities and traits do your friends have to have? It's another thing I never thought about. <laughs> um, I don't know, cause I'm thinking about my friends. Uh, well, one, I, I have to think they're smart. I don't like being around people who I don't think, I'm sorry. Um, I wanna learn and grow. So like, yeah, I have to feel that and I'm inspired in some way and respect them. like because they've like they're they've uh, not earned it but like they're just respectable people mm-hmm. that makes sense but the main yeah. thing is like we just get each other um I feel like I can be myself and they feel I hope they feel like they can be themselves and we just have fun to, when we're together that's mm-hmm. all really I care about um yeah if you're kind of like a like kind of like a loserish, I probably want to hang out <laughs> <laughs> no judgment <laughs> no I'm not judging but I don't want that rubbing off on me like I'm sorry yeah. you are who you're... you say loserish like not ambitious is that what you mean um, or yeah like just like you know you messing up like mm-hmm. and you choose okay. that life you wake up and choose violence like you wake up mm-hmm. and you choose the not because sometimes we don't know things so not stuff you don't know and I need people to hold and, and people who hold me accountable and like are honest mm-hmm. and all that and I, I make a lot of mistakes, but I don't keep making a mistake and choose that. Like, um, so yeah, people, hopefully we, and they're fun. I like to have fun with my friends. If you, I don't, and, and uh, yeah, somebody who doesn't complain too much or always depressed or down, um, yeah. I, I don't have time for that. Um, <laughs> we all go through things, but if it's every time I see you. Yeah. I can't, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not calling you back. Um. <laughs> that's, that's fair. I mean, I said that that was the same one of the traits I said too. Oh, oh my God. Cause it's, I feel like the inner, and I say this all the time, like the energy you surround yourself is surround yourself with is so important. Yeah. So it's like, it affects you even if you're not aware. I feel like we're both aware of like, how the energy affects us but it, you know if you're around someone that's always woe is me and everything is bad like that's gonna affect you in a negative it way it is really heavy and I just and like I said I don't want to say make it sound like I wouldn't be there for my friends or whatever no you're going through something obviously but like just yeah. you just wake up like it's Tuesday I'm mad like girl yeah <laughs> call me back honey I can't do it um yeah, so just fun and like, I don't know. And I'm th- I think about my main friends and I just, I'm just so lucky to have them, but they don't have anything in common that I could think of, like a common trait off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But they all got my back. <laughs> okay, that we do. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and I have met um 
I don't know if I've met all of them, but I've met a couple of your close friends and like sorry, that was probably all of them. Oh. <laughs> well, I haven't I think there's one that you talk about a lot that I haven't met yet. Yeah, it's only one, yeah. But yeah, I've met a couple and I can like I feel like they are very different, but I could tell that like they do have your back and they're looking out for you. Um, you know, and I think that's so important to know that like at the end of the day they're going to be there to support you so yeah I hope they feel supported I'm like, I need to call everybody <laughs> <laughs> well I feel supported as one of your friends so. you do I oh do. yeah I'm really protective over y'all like <laughs> sometimes a little too much I'm like <laughs> okay mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> if only y'all knew how much I care <laughs> And then I guess one of um, switching gears a little bit, but what has been the best piece of advice that you've gotten up until this point? It's so crazy. We ask these questions all the time, but I've never <laughs> think about the answers for myself. <laughs> I know. Um, I don't. I get so much good advice. Um. I don't know because like damn this is so hard because I really do like take from everybody like what they say and really yeah. implementing it um there been something that like just really sticks and just resonates with you like on a daily basis following your dreams isn't pain-free and Pete mm -hmm. Holmes said that and I mm -hmm. that really I heard that like probably eight years ago and that really stuck with me because when I was trying to follow my dreams of acting I thought it was supposed to be all rainbows and sunshine and it's not as everyone I'm sure knows but it's really not it'd be raining a lot and like thunderstorms and it's a, a hurricane mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's not it's really not pain free um and I think that's the misconception a lot of us have especially when you haven't done anything yet and you're young and you just see again all we see on instagram and, and, and by celebrities and stuff is the end result for the most part we don't mm -hmm. see the process and everybody talks about the process but it's different when you live it and you see it mm -hmm. and so i think about that a lot um and that that really just made me stick with things to help me stick with things because like yeah i want this but it's not paying free i want the podcast it's a lot of things that's not paying free um well, Zumba is pain free. <laughs> if you're in shape, yes. <laughs> I'm sore after Zumba. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think about that a lot. Like going after what you want is yeah, it's gonna everything has pros and cons. And I said this before on the show, but like, um, what are you willing to pay for what you're getting? And that's in any scenario. And that's basically falls under that. Like that's like kind of with that and, and anything um, you want to, you want, if you want to lose weight, are you willing to get up early and work out? Are you willing not to eat cake? What are you willing to pay? What are you willing to give for what you want? Cause mm -hmm. you're going to have to give something that yeah. you don't want to give. I promise. Yeah. If it's your time, you, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Reading stuff. You don't want to read research and thinking about things. You don't feel like thinking about all that. Like, so I think that's the biggest thing that sticks with me when I'm like, it's a part of a part of something that I want to do. And I'm like, I don't feel like doing this part. 
And I think that's so important because like you said, we only like we only see the end product. Um, so like what I like to it's a little nerdy of me, but a lot of times I'll look at people that have, I guess, made it in their career, their field, and look at their backstory of like how they got there. And there's a um a page on well, I see them a lot on LinkedIn, but it's called Goal Goal Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do a lot of just like short videos on successful people but like they talk about how they started and like the obstacles and circumstances and it's so like inspiring to be like oh like I didn't realize this person has gone through all these challenges to get to where they are because no one talks about it it's just like oh like we didn't know who you were a year ago and now you're this huge celebrity and you're just lucky or like um but not looking at oh well you've been working on this for the last 10 years and now you had your like moment to shine yeah. so I think that's so important to keep that in perspective um, I love that so much and I put it I put on our page a while ago or a couple, a couple weeks ago when um somebody was it, it was a quote and it was like um Beyonce worked on the Coachella performance for like a, a two-hour performance for eight months or something like that there's like mm-hmm. so think about that the next time you want your business to just pop off like yeah. it's like a lot of preparation yeah so we, like yeah seeing that end result I think we need to focus more not not you and me but just in in general it's just like focus more on um the process mm-hmm. and seeing it and remembering that when you're in it Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's another, uh, you know, I, I bring him up a lot, but um, on, what's, oh, I'm drawing a blank. E.T. I knew it was going to be E.T. <laughs> Either E.T. or Les Brown, but um, he kind of going off of what you were saying is like, what sacrifices are you willing to make? Mm-hmm. Um, and in a lot of his like podcasts, he'll always mention, like he'll kind of compare things. So like say, I want to get up every morning and wake up or work out and I don't. (laughs) He's like, so you're, what's more important to you is sleeping over being in shape. And it's almost like he makes it this, I know everything's not necessarily black and white, Mm -hmm. but I think when he switches that perspective of like, oh, this is more important than that, it is helps with things in perspective and makes it just a little bit more of a motivation where I'm just like oh why well, am putting more importance into me sleeping in over being in shape so that's I loved it I never thought about it like that if I'm watching tv and I know I need to be sending emails like is this show more important than this email I need to respond to or like <laughs> yeah I'm gonna keep that in my that's another tool in my tool is it toolkit or toolbox both they both work I'm going to put that in my toolbox. (laughs) Um, So we are wrapping up towards the end. Um, But I guess for listeners, what would you say for someone that um, may have felt like they've failed and they're trying to find their path and um, kind of live in their purpose? What piece of advice would you give them? um don't <clears throat> looking back like as I'm getting older I'm not a spring chicken mm-hmm. don't 
like take your life seriously. And I know that might not apply to everybody, but I really didn't take my life seriously for a long time. And that's why I made so many mistakes. And um, I mean, I've learned a lot from them, like, but I did, I made a lot of mistakes. So um, take it, yeah, take your life seriously. I, that's what I tell myself a, a lot, like, and that stemmed from uh, Dr. Shanetta when she said, treat your life like a business. And I was like, I need to treat my life more seriously. Take your finances seriously. Take, don't take things for granted. Um, don't think you'll always have the things that you have and like prep for it. And um, do it, just do it. Like, I know, it's just, yeah, <laughs> but it's so, just do it. Stop thinking, stop sitting around thinking about it. Mm -hmm. if you're looking for a sign here it is you know how they always say that little thing on Instagram <laughs> but for real like I waited seven years to do this freaking podcast and like and and I'm glad I'm low-key that's not even don't even go what I'm saying but like I'm glad I didn't because then I wouldn't have been doing this with you probably or maybe I just would have added you to my podcast oh my god anyway <laughs> just 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 do it like just do what you want to do so to eliminate as many regrets as you can and don't sit around and think and think and sit on your ideas. Just do them. Like, and ideas float around. I'm telling you, you have an idea. And if you don't do it, the idea is like, oh, you don't want to birth me? I'm going somewhere else. And then you see somebody else, they did your idea. You'd be like, dang, I had that idea or whatever. Like, I'm telling you, it's happened to me so many times. A quick example is um, there when I, I always wanted to act. So when I was little, I was thinking like, oh, I can act in a movie now. And then as I get older, they film me every year or whatever. And then the movie comes out when I'm in my 20s. Mm -hmm. They did that. Yeah. That was my idea, y'all. I had it first. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, I'm like, but I'm like, but and, and I, I heard Emily, Emily, somebody say she's an author, but she said that that thing about ideas float around. And if you mm -hmm. don't birth it, or you don't do it, it's gonna leave you and go to somebody else. Not trying to, not fear, trying to be a fear monger, but I'm saying it's gonna get done. The idea is gonna happen, but you just don't want it because you ain't, you ain't just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. That's so true. It's gonna get out in the universe yes. somehow, some way. So it really is. Why not let it through you? Yep, mm -hmm. it came knocking on your door first, but you ain't do it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so but yeah I was yeah just do it and take your life seriously and turn this off right now and go start go do it right now right this second <laughs> <laughs> all right is there anything else that you wanted to share with our listeners I know I just said I don't care who think but, <laughs> but I'm sorry I talk so much I feel like I talk so much um, but I hope it was helpful and it was like so y'all got something out of it because um, that was my goal yeah there was some stuff that I didn't know about you too so I feel like this was good to kind of do this and you know there's certain questions that I'm like as friends we don't ask each other of course. So. there was some things I didn't know that I said uh, about myself <laughs> Well, all right you. you learned about yourself I learned a little bit about you and the listeners learned a little bit about you yeah. <laughs> I'm not always as crazy as Ellie so um, <laughs> yes you are <laughs> that's why I love you <laughs> uh -huh. 
All right. Well, thank you, Selena, for sharing your time and inspiring our listeners um, to redefine success for ourselves. Um, so you guys will see us next week <laughs> as co-hosts, but um, you can find Selena in Shameless Plug. She is an amazing photographer as a hobby, but she has a really great eye. So you can check out her page at Selena underscore Marche um, to see more. And thank you listeners. We could not do this without you. Remember to like and subscribe at you plus happy on Instagram and YouTube and give us some feedback. We always love your insight and questions. And we have our guest slash co-host <laughs> say our tagline, which is, you know it. <laughs> All right. We'll show you our definition of success if you show us yours. I still had to read it. <laughs> hey, we'll see you next week. Thanks,